the Dream Baby Dream podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Dream Baby Dream podcast. We are ACTC. I'm Amy Kramer. And I'm Taylor Clements. Hey Ames, I haven't <laughs> seen you for a whole week, which is a big thing for us. Yeah, I haven't seen anyone. Um, Where have you been? Well, well, not well. well. You have not been well. <laughs> not been well. Um, basically, we went to a festival on the weekend. Um, me, Nicola, Taylor, and Tess, our good friend Tess, um, Tess. and everyone felt a bit run down after the festival. So I was messaging Taylor like I really don't feel well and she's like yeah me neither I was like <laughs> my nose like, is yeah, really no, snotty fine, like yeah. don't worry everyone's feeling the same and I was like no like I'm not I'm well dying and like I don't think she believed me for a few days she's like oh she's just run down yeah um, so I'm no, dramatic I had some violent illness I don't know what it was <laughs> not COVID it wasn't COVID I did two negative rat tests um but I'm thinking it was tonsillitis. All I know is my throat <laughs> I couldn't even swallow for a good few days I did not leave bed It has not been a good week, Um, but I'm here. That's just why I sound a bit. um, And you know she was sick because she missed my housewarming party. I did. I missed. I didn't just miss that. I missed the races. I missed Taylor's housewarming party and I missed seeing Batman, the new Batman. Yes. She was violently ill. So, you know, I was pretty sick. (laughs) Um, Um, But my housewarming party was pretty fun. Um, It was good. It... We, a few people came like it was yeah and we managed to get the outdoor setting out there so we built a place for people to sit i'm so happy with my new house it's looking how i want it to look um little shout out to savannah crasto she Aww. sent me in the mail some flowers no one has ever sent me flowers before and a freaking bottle of champagne that i was so like nice. this is, i mean i'm I saving would never do that i bought you, you some like <laughs> microfiber tea towels it's like happy house have some details <laughs> no i'm gonna wait to crack open that bottle when i'm with savannah out of respect that and just so a thank you so thank you savannah that was so sweet so this week we're just going to do a bit of a shorter intro just because um we want to focus mainly on our interview with tim ross um it went so well we absolutely love and adore him and he gives really great insight in what it's like to be a working actor in the industry yeah and also because i'm sick and i don't want to talk anymore <laughs> so we'll do a quick quote of the week um so this quote of the week is from the subtle art of not giving a fuck i went back to reading it and i highlighted a quote in my book taylor's mad about (laughs) no it's fine it's fine (laughs) oh it's a highlight okay so this quote says who you are is defined by what you're willing to struggle for people who enjoy the struggles of a gym are the ones who run triathlons and have chiseled abs and can bench press a small house People who enjoy long work weeks and the politics of the corporate ladder are the ones who fly to the top of it. People who enjoy the stresses and uncertainties of the starving artist lifestyle are ultimately the ones who live it and make it. Good quote. That was a good quote. And it ties into our interview with Tim because we talk a lot about the life of a working actor and the struggles of it as well as all the positive aspects. So I think that was a good quote. Yeah. So we'll get straight into it. Uh, introducing Tim Ross. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Hello, Tim Ross. How are you doing today, Tim? Good morning, guys. I'm really well. Thanks for having me. Why do you get headphones? 
Uh, because Amy can't be trusted with the levels, ah. um, so I'm in charge of the sound. Yeah, Makes me really enough. jealous because she looks really professional with it. Yeah, them. it does. I mean, I can get you some for show that if you like. If you just <laughs> wear don't them, work. they're not plugged into anything. You're <laughs> <laughs> just wearing them. Anyway, we're here with Tim Ross, who is Tim. Tell us who you are. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's, that's a, a loaded question. Yeah. Loaded question for nine. Can I say what time morning. it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. nine thirty in the morning. Mm. That's rough. Uh, well, I'm an actor. I've been acting for pretty much 20 years now, I think. Wow. And I teach here at the warehouse. Mm-hmm. And aside from acting, I also do a lot of um, private coaching and mentoring and helping people with self-tapes and navigating them through this daunting and uh, somewhat overwhelming career industry. And how did you get into acting? I, I struggled to kind of pinpoint when and where it started. I think it was around the time I was doing drama in high school. And I used to love impersonating people when I was younger. So I would, um, I would always do that, take off people in front of the family. And um, yeah, I just, I don't know, I just found a, a love for entertaining. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, no skip that one sorry okay. I thought he was going to talk about VCA and then that would segue into the next I will get into VCA but <laughs> <laughs> all right okay yeah okay so we're going to talk about VCA um do you think that you found immediate success after you left VCA um and how long did it take you to book your first professional job after school yeah good question well it's funny because in terms of theatre then yes I, I found I had quite a lot of success with theatre after drama school but it took me a while to get into the screen world and back then we only did in the three years that I was there we did about two weeks on film and tv which is nothing really in the whole three years yeah so I I, I, I mean I hope it's changed now and I remember giving them that feedback I was like you come out of this place and every audition you go for is on camera and I you know you have no idea what to do um yeah, so I think all these graduates just come out and they're acting for the stage on screen. So it takes a while to kind of Flip them. learn how to adjust. Yeah. yeah. And were you more into screen at that point in time or were you also passionate about theatre? No, it, for me back then it was really theatre. I'd always had an interest in, in the screen, but it was just a world I hadn't really explored yet. Yeah. Um, and so attending a drama school like VCA, what skills do you think that taught you as an actor? Do you think it was the best move for you do you think that looking back you would have maybe not attended a drama school or no look I'm really glad that I did it is a it's a huge commitment but I feel like I really found myself and I found a confidence in my work there yeah and I think that really put me in good stead for for my career and how old were you when you went to the uh I was 19 19 little baby Little baby, baby Timmy. So you graduated twenty two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what was your first? Would you say big role? And how old were you? Well, I did a few guesties here and there, and I, but nothing substantial. I had nothing that I could really latch onto and sink my teeth into, and that took a while. It took a while to kind of get to know casting agents and and start to prove myself, get a, a good agent. Um, but my first big one was definitely Wonderland, Channel 10 show. Yeah, cool. So now that we've 
establish Tim a little bit and who Tim is, I just wanted to. <laughs> I think Amy forgot about this part of the segment. I did. I was just jumping right into it. Let's talk to Tim. No, we have, have been asking all of our guests that come on here to tell us their most embarrassing story in the industry, mm. you know, whether it be on stage, on screen, in an audition, whatever. Oh, good. So I can talk about stage. Yeah, you can talk about stage. Anything embarrassing in the industry that has just made you want to crawl into a hole and die? Yeah, there's been a lot of those moments. Um, you know, a lot of auditions have kind of gone awry and, you, yeah, you want to crawl into a hole and never act again. <laughs> but I think when, when I think about the moments that really shook me up the most, they're pretty much all self-inflicted, like I could have avoided <laughs> a lot of these times. Um, but one, one that springs to mind, and I think it was so embarrassing for me at the time because of where I was at in my career, it was pretty early on, so I was fortunate enough to be cast in Melbourne Theatre Company's production of Hamlet back in 2011. And that was a big jump for me. I'd always wanted to work for the Melbourne Theatre Company, MTC. And it was a fantastic role and I just kind of thought, you know, this is the direction I want to go in. And it was a cast of heavy hitters. We had Ewan Leslie playing Hamlet. Uh, Pamela Rabe was in it, who you'd probably know from Wentworth, if you've seen oh, Wentworth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's the lead on that. Uh, and Gary McDonald. Now, Gary McDonald was probably before your time. He was 70s, 80s, 90s. He was, he was a big deal. He was like Australian television comedy royalty. Mm. So I was pumped to be on stage with the likes of him. And as with a lot of Shakespeare plays, there's, there was a play within the play. And a lot of us had all these other little bit parts where you'd come on just to kind of fill the space and keep the story going. And I had this moment where I was like on the stage, within the stage, um, <laughs> performing some sort of monologue. I can't remember what it was about. But I was facing the entire auditorium, so like 900 people, and all of the other cast members who were on stage looking at me. And there was a select few of them that were doing their very best to make me laugh. And they were succeed, succeeding. <laughs> and that was something that at drama school they, they drilled into you. It was like the worst thing you can do is corpse yeah. on stage. So I was mortified. And I remember thinking, I will have my revenge. <laughs> and I decided not to get just the people who were making me laugh back. But I thought I'd take down the entire cast. Great. So <laughs> I rushed out in between performances and... I bought a bunch of Tabasco sauce because there was a scene where I would come in, it was a big party scene and I had to wheel a trolley in and, and hand out a drink to everyone. So I spiked everyone's drink. Not, you know, that stuff, you only need a few drops to kind of it's spicy. make an impact. It's spicy. And I was putting like a quarter of a, gla a, oh, a glass no. in everyone. Tim Ross. Yeah. <laughs> Evil. That's yeah. really evil. Oh, <laughs> stupid. stupid. I'm glad we take it seriously in yeah, theatre. <laughs> well, you know, once once you open a show like that and you're doing show after show, it, the buzz can wear yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you look yeah. to you do things that, you know, keep you excited. Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. So I come out, I hand everyone a drink, and then I my character left stage and I ran back to my dressing room just to sit back just and watching. yeah, let the carnage unfold. And I thought, what's the worst that can happen? You know, and there's going to be a few hot mouths out there. And, oh, God. See what happens. But Gary McDonald, he was sort of getting, he was getting on at that time, right? He was, I don't know, late sixties, I think. Oh God, and he, <laughs> well, nearly. 
he he struggled with his lines at the best of times and as i'm sure you can imagine ad living shakespeare never that never goes down (laughs) but in this particular moment he couldn't even ad lib he i just heard this coughing and it wasn't just a mild cough it was i legitimately thought he was dying out there (laughs) and (laughs) and it got so bad that he just had to leave the stage he couldn't talk and he was a big part of that scene like it was a crucial scene and he did all the talking in that scene he just had to leave and this is a professional like people have paid a lot of money to come and see this show and i just fucking sabotaged it and no no one knew what to do they were were out on stage and it was just silent apart from these like stifled coughs and then i think they just had to leave as well because they couldn't go on without him so that was a matinee performance and I remember leaving very quickly just to go on my lunch break and, and I was like, holy shit, what have I done? Did they like, know it was you? Yeah, because I was the only character that wasn't on stage and I was responsible for bringing these drinks on. Did you get in so trouble? It didn't, didn't take long for him to narrow it down. Oh. Yeah, well, when I was on my lunch break, the stage manager started calling me and I was like... Uh-oh. I would have. I would have died. I think. I just would have. I'm dying right now. I'm, yeah. I but she like, tore like it was brutal. She oh. tore. She, she was like, "What if Gary had been allergic to? to you could have killed him." And I'm like, well, that's a stretch. Like, <laughs> no, I don't think anyone's ever died from Tabasco. Did he appreciate the? Well, poor Gary had nothing to do with making me laugh in the first place, so he oh. copped at the worst. <laughs> he had nothing to do with it. <laughs> He's what? getting punished How for these few Gary? people that oh. made him yeah. laugh. And Tim's like, I'm taking you all down, bitches. Yeah, I did. <laughs> well, never I, I, but I thought, like, I thought I'd be fired. I thought I'd get back to my agent and they'd drop me and I'd never work for MTC again. And, yeah. Anyway, oh. they cast me in a play straight after that well, one too. So. And I never learned my lesson. I did, did so much <laughs> stupid shit next, after that. Oh, my well. goodness. That's <laughs> fantastic. Wow. Thank you for that, Thank Tim. Thank you for that. that. Right. Um, so bring it back to Wonderland, your first big network role yeah um, <laughs> do you remember the audition process for that role and what was it like auditioning for a big network show like that yeah I mean I'd gone for a lot of things of that caliber before but never had any joy and I remember only a couple of weeks before that I, I was thinking I wonder what it would be like to feel safe to be on the other side of that wall and know that you know yeah you had a year or two just to kick back and yeah. focus on a show not have to worry about how you're going to pay rent yeah. and very soon after i guess i was manifesting in a way i changed agents and he believed in me he was like i knew he was going to be a wingman and and really push for me and fight for me so these auditions came up for wonderland and i you know i fit the brief i was late 20s and um it was a bunch of people living together in an apartment a bunch of couples basically so there was no reason to not be seen for it but the casting agent at the time who I'll remain nameless, uh, they didn't want to see me. They'd cast me in a few things before and they were like, no, we know Tim, he's not really right for they any of these roles. They heard about the Tabasco incident. <laughs> yeah. It could have been that. <laughs> they were like, we don't want It wasn't long after that. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he fought them on that and he was like, oh, what do I have to do to get you to see this guy? And eventually, after a lot of back and forth, they said, fine, bring him in. Now, I knew this going in and I was pissed off. Mm. I was like, fuck you guys. Like, mm. you've cast me in stuff before. Why, why wouldn't why you would at least you just give see me, me a crack at yeah. this? So this goes against everything I teach. I went in there fully unprepared. I held the script in my hand. I did one take, I think, maybe two. And I basically read the thing and I walked out. I was like, I just gave it nothing. Yeah. So there's something to be said about... Not caring. 
Yeah, I was going to say not giving a fuck, but yeah. <laughs> I should have That's asked okay. That. That's right. We are not PG. Um, <laughs> I, I, when I upload these, so, I say we are explicit content. So oh, good. You're yeah. fine, yeah. Um, so anyway, I left that audition and I thought, there's no way I'm going to hear from this. I went back to my job in a warehouse packing boxes for people, wondering what I was doing with my life. And two weeks later, my agent called and he said, they think you're right for three of the roles now. <laughs> And so it began back and forth from Melbourne to Sydney, auditioning, chemistry testing. It was in, like, I couldn't sleep for wow. four or five weeks because I was like, this is a this is a game changer. If I that would have been one. so exciting for you. Yeah, but I was seeing other names in the room and I was like, there's no chance I'm going to get it against but him. three and, roles, like that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, it's handy yeah, when there's three chance. you're suitable for in, mm. in, in the main cast. It must have just been so mysterious that they were like, oh, I'm so angry. So anyway, I kept, I was change, mixing up the roles and, and testing with different people. And um, within that time, I also got an audition for Home and Away, which I, oh. di- I just didn't really care for at the time. I was like, I want this Wonderland show. It sounds yeah. great. Um, so I did the same thing. I went into this audition. It was for <laughs> three years on Home and Away. I read the script. And like, the role for that was the doctor oh you're good yeah amy's yeah. a very big fan yeah, she came do- in prepared doctor, yeah. it says in our notes amy fan question yeah dr nate cooper nate cooper if name. anyone remembers nate he dated oh god <laughs> did he date someone i don't know no. anyway he's a sexy doctor but yeah, that was like a long yeah, well, he was role. A, he was a good looking dude. But yeah, good. I did one read with for that audition. I distinctly remember it was one take. I left there and then they phoned and they said, oh, we want him to do a callback. And my agent said, well, um, he's up for this other show and it's looking pretty good. And then they rung back and they said, all right, offer him the role. So... <gasps> I just got goosebumps. Imagine that. So did I. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, well, here we go. I'm moving to Sydney. I was in Melbourne at the time and I, I remember I was on the phone to my agent and I wrote it down on a bit of paper while I was on the phone and showed my girlfriend. And I said, I got, I wrote home and away, tick. And she, and just the look on her face, she was like, shit, he's leaving. Oh. And so it was hard. And then the next day I got offered Wonderland. So what? Oh my God. it was a whirlwind of, um, that's almost annoying though. I find like you've taken this long to like actually get something and then you get two at the same time and you have to give one up. Like that's just yeah. Like, and it was just a, and frustrating how it happens. It really is because you go for such long periods where there's nothing. Mm. And you're like, why couldn't this have timed out better? And yeah. I could have done yeah, just back got this back. one and then this Literally. one and then, yeah. Yeah, so then I, you know, I pissed off some people at home and away by turning that down. And it was a tough call because you never know, like for a new Australian drama, you don't know how it's going to go. Yeah. We had a three-year contract on that show. We, we ended up doing two. Oh, wow. Two years. But what it could have been less. It yeah, what was one. the reason for it not Well, I, th- I mean... The way they work their ratings out, I think, is really dumb. Hmm. And they based it off ratings. They said, look, it's not peaking where we want it to be. But we were going up against shows like um, oh, some reality show, like mm. The Bachelor. Oh, no, that's the same channel. Something like that we yeah. were up against, and it was kind of topping us each mm. week. But the fan base was huge. Like, we we couldn't go out without people swarming and wanting photos like anywhere and i used to for anyone out there who wants to be famous it like that was just a touch of it and it's not fun like Mm. i used to have panic attacks doing my groceries because you could just feel everyone looking at you i used to hate it Mm. 
but yeah it was a couple of years even after the show finished you go to a bar or a restaurant and yeah people just want your photo and it's, it's just such a yeah very good oh it's um it, it's just such a it's hard to explain it's just um it leaves you feeling a bit soulless at times when people just come up and treat you like a I don't know, like a puppet, and they, yeah. and they want the photo just to show their friends. They don't want to get to no. know you. Yeah, it's and purely it's a really for that bizarre... star factor. Like, yeah. look who I saw, look who I met. I got a photo with him, yeah. and it's yeah, that bragging right that they have. Absolutely, nothing to do with you as a person. No. It's, it's yeah. just because you're, you know, you're a star. You're famous. You know. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it just leaves you feeling a bit hollow. I think yeah, it can yeah. anyway. Some mm. people get off on that stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't miss that. Yeah, and it was nice. I remember going to America very soon after that, and no one knew me, and I, yeah. and I just felt so free again, like just going out in the streets. Mm. It was, yeah. It's like the hard thing being an actor. Obviously, you want to be an actor because you love doing it for the acting, for the character, yeah. for that entire situation of acting. That's why we do it. But unfortunately, it comes, comes at with, a cost. <laughs> it comes yeah. at a cost. Yeah. You know? the success you get. Yeah. It's where you want to be. The yeah. More attention. And I feel like yeah. people who aren't in the industry look at actors or people wanting to be actors and they go, oh, you just want to be famous or like, oh, it'd be cool to be famous or, you know, and yeah. they, they just talk about the fame when that is literally the worst bit. If that was you, wanted, you would bit. give up like day one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, if all yeah. you wanted was fame, you're not in it. For, for but it's reasons. funny, people measure success in terms of fame yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's um, so true. But when I think of my own success and, and what I want, it, it obviously has nothing to do with that. Mm. Um, for me, it's about the characters and or the show itself. Mm. And I feel like I really haven't had that chance to kind of prove myself on screen yet with, with what I'm what I feel I'm capable of doing. Mm. Because the roles I've had on screen have been very surface, whereas back on the stage I had such a variety of characters and you know roles that really excited me and I was super passionate about. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's a. Um, I still feel like I'm kind of trying to break away from a certain mold that I'm in, which is it's tricky. It takes time. Yeah. Um, well, you kind of answered the question of. Um is there anything that surprised you about the film industry and as being a working actor what you thought it would be? Yeah, I guess it is that. It's it's that feeling of and I don't want to dampen anyone's dreams, but it, it can you can just feel a bit powerless at mm. times. Mm. Our dreams were dampened long ago. Yeah, I don't stress say, don't about <laughs> 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 it. Like I hate to break it to you, but it's not that great. Yeah, like, we, we know. know. Yeah, well I, I just think a lot of the time it's that grass is always greener. I'm yeah. sure there's people that look at things I've done and go, oh, I'd give anything to do that. But a lot of the times when you're in the thick of that, it's not as great as it appears. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but for me, that's had a lot to do with characters I've been cast as. Yes. You can get typecast a lot in this in this industry, whereas I felt on stage, that's when people take risks mm-hmm. with you. Speaking of... Yeah. Is first... this the fan question? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> later. Um, your first leading role in a feature film, Romance on the Menu. Romance on the Menu, uh, Netflix AKA film. Hearts Down Under. Um, aired on yeah, both Netflix names. and Hallmark Channel. What is your opinion on the rise of streaming platforms and the fall of old school cinema? Like, do you find that you'd prefer to be on a Netflix sh- movie or show, or would you prefer to kind be of in the cinema? Old school? Well, it, first up, I think when I think of cinema, I feel like those films have a lot more time and money invested mm. in them. So that's what kind of excites me is having time. Yeah. The stuff I've done for streaming platforms has been very quick. Yeah. Romance we shot in 14 days with one camera. What? 
Yeah, unheard of. One camera. Yeah. So every, basically every first take we did went in the film. And when we made that, I thought, you know, who cares? No one's going to see this. And then Netflix bought it. I was like, what is happening? Oh, so they hadn't bought it No, they it hadn't yet. bought it yet. They, we, oh. Right, so we just made this film with the goal to sell it to the Hallmark Channel. Was that Steve Jackie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. His stuff gets picked up a lot, but wow. Yeah, they've got a, they've got a method and, it, and, you know, it works. But for me... It wasn't a fun shoot. And I remember Cindy, the girl I was playing opposite, she came out from the States. She's done a lot of Hallmark films. Yeah. And she pulled me aside at one time. She said, it's just not fun. It should mm. be fun. But because there was so much stress and, and racing so against the clock. Yeah. Yeah. It, it became. Was that due to budget or what was yeah, the reason yeah. for Yeah. Yeah. Right. Budget plays a big part in that. But um, it's pretty hard, you know, to come on set and do one take and then they move on because you, if you didn't muck your lines up, that's going in the film. Jeez. Wow. So it felt very kind of, it felt like a rehearsal. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then all of a sudden it's getting a lot of eyes and it's not, to be honest, it's not something I'm proud of, that yeah. kind of work. That's not what I really believe in. But... Not really because, like I said, I felt like most of it I was just kind of warming mm. into it and you're kind yeah. of figuring out where you're moving and, yeah, it was like, it was yeah. like a rehearsal. Yeah. Did you have any sort of rehearsals, like unfilmed? Like on other films? Up to the, no, leading up to the shoot for romance? Oh, like, on romance. Sort of... We did uh, – it was mainly just chatting about the text. Mm. We didn't block anything That's out. That's so, so you That's you, That's you're figuring out you're blocking on the day, like cameras oh. rolling. Even us um, filming the showreel shoots here at the warehouse, yeah. we do so much rehearsal. We, yeah, no. we, and even like on the shoot days, we have so many takes to go through because you yeah. just have to get there with performance. So to actually film – a film with no rehearsal and just using the first take for most yeah. of the scenes. That's hectic. It was scary. and it, But I think, you know, my days on Wonderland really put mm. me yeah. uh, in a good place for that and just understanding how sets work and, yeah. Um, yeah, the mechanics of it all. So I felt pretty comfortable in that sense. It still wasn't, you know... Ideal. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah it wasn't <laughs> ideal. But you did it, and but I mean, it. it's a great movie. Like it's, it's no, so. I, it's, I, can't, I can't. No, it. it's, it's, it's enjoyable. It is. Everyone has that <laughs> film that's sort of. Yeah, I mean, oh, but we don't. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> no, yeah. we, we, we love a film that that, that, that we we're did, that we don't about like. Netflix. Like, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. My embarrassing um, Netflix. So watch my Netflix. Oh my god. Don't watch it. It's just um, on Netflix. But just yeah. But yeah. That's well. This brings me back to. Do you have any regrets about your career? He's like, romance on the film. Yeah, it's hard because everything kind of leads you to a certain place. It's all like a learning thing as well. Yeah, I don't regret anything I've done. Um, But I think there's times when I could have possibly worked harder. Yeah. I think I, you know, on a show like Wonderland, we, we were doing that for two years we were filming 22 episodes at a time like that's pretty rare wow. but you you get to a place where you kind of take it for granted you think that you imagine you, you never would in that scenario but it yeah. can kind of yeah that buzz can kind of die down and you're like yeah i'm safe um so i don't think i was always putting the work in mm. and i do regret that mm. yeah and, you... and you know we we partied pretty hard on that show yeah so. <laughs> that's all part of it that's yeah amazing. of course yeah, and yeah it's, no. it's, it's, it's again I don't regret it because I've learned from that and and I know now that if I had another opportunity on a, on a big show like that I would really well I say this now mm-hmm. I, yeah I'd really um, sink my teeth in a bit, hmm. a bit did more. you ever live overseas and do you regret not sort of branching out overseas trying to make it so after Wonderland States? my agent 
took me to LA and we did the rounds over there to get a manager over there. And it just wasn't my kind of town. There's a fun buzz about the place, but I just find it a very plastic world and people, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of false promises basically. Mm. And I just wasn't, I couldn't see myself living in LA. So I had that discussion with all my, my managers and agent and they said, hey, live, live where you want to live and go where the work is, Yeah. basically. So I, I came back here and just did pilot season from here. Cool. Yeah. So I've never really wanted to, to live anywhere mm. but Australia. Mm. Cool. Um, you met your wife through drama school. Yes. Uh, <laughs> do you find that it helps having a partner who understands the industry? <laughs> <laughs> Bring it uh, to family I thought life. you were going to say, does it help having questions. a partner who went to drama school? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that too. Yeah. Um, I mean, she can help you with your auditions. We're curious about the dynamic because, like, we have a few friends who are dating, like, two actors dating each other, and I'm yeah. Really, and it's like, like I don't know if I would date an actor, if I would look to date an actor, or if I would try I and avoid dating actors. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we know what the industry is like, so would that have jealousy? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's um, it's it's yeah. You know, I think personally, I mean, I can't I can't compare it to much. But I think it definitely helps in the sense that they know how it works. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to set and kissing other people or, you know, rolling around in bed with other people. I think that would be very hard for someone. I didn't even think about that side of it. I was all thinking, like, I'm going to be jealous. I'm going to be, like, of the, them getting a role, but not actually thinking about them <laughs> yeah. being intimate. No, no, no. I, I always think more so about that. Mm. The physical side. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because, and things can happen, you know. Like, if you're working on a show with someone for mm. months and you're, you know, creating this love between the two yes. of you. You're only human. Things mm. like feelings can start happening. Um, but it's, I think it's just very important to acknowledge that and to be yeah. aware of it yeah. and, you know, keep, yeah, yeah. communication. Yeah. Um, but I do think someone outside of the industry could have a pretty hard time with, mm. with that. Yes. It's also very handy with, uh, with self tapes, having a, yeah, an that's what I was thinking as well. Live with. Yeah. Just, I want you to, Get Someone who's actually talented, yeah. not just my mum giving like wooden <laughs> line to the race. Like, my mum loves. We've all been there. My mum loves putting on accents. My sister goes way too right. hard. She tries to act and it's yeah, so And I'm like, mum, you don't need Sorry, to. Mommy. You don't need to put on an accent. You do not need to do that. It makes you sound bad. Like, yeah. Even if you're doing a good job, just yeah, having literally. someone bad. And she's like, it's more fun with an accent. I'm like, you're not helping. It's not helpful. You're not Scottish, mum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, my dad's Scottish. Dad's Scottish. Yeah, she's not. She tries to be Scottish. <laughs> Another family question: How do you manage family? life with pursuing a professional acting career have you had to seek alternative forms of income and then i've written plug tim ross photography <laughs> there you go there you go oh, nice one. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he needs it he needs all the money and help he can get I'm acting kidding. is hard <laughs> it is it re- it it fluctuates a lot um there's times where you you feel very comfortable and there's time it, it you know it peaks and troughs and the highs are really high the lows can be really low i had a moment in sydney shortly after wonderland where work just dried up for me um it just came to a halt Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden i was going from making very good money um to thinking i can't afford rent this week um and you know it was it was extra hard because i had my agent saying you can't just go and get a job in a behind a bar now because people recognise you and it's not a good look. Right, so that kind of cuts it right down. 
what do I do? In terms of what, what can you do? I didn't even think about that. No, like I've always just worked I? in hospitality and done acting, but I suppose if you've kind of got a name now, you can't really just go back to making coffees. No, People you are like, hey, you were really in that show. Yeah. yeah, You're making coffees? Are you okay? Like, yeah. No, I never really thought about that. Yeah. But I'm just making coffee. Yeah, so I, I fell into a pretty dark place there for a while. And I, I didn't really know how to get out of it. I, I almost thought about throwing the acting in. Yeah. Um, things got hard. I, I ended up driving Ubers in Sydney because I just had no other option. And that became even harder because every second person recognized me and wanted a photo with me as their driver. So I was going to these I'm events sorry, at like, night. Don't post that. Don't what? Don't post me. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, but they would and they would tag me in it. Um, but I felt like I was living this double life because I was going to so many events during the week, right? You go to like show face and have shots on the carpet and hold someone's product. Um, and so you're kind of being wined and dined. And then the next morning I was getting up and taking people to work Mm, and it was just, yeah, I felt like a fraud. It was really bizarre. Hmm. Funnily enough, I ran into the guy who played, uh, took my role in Home and Away. Nate Cooper. Nate Cooper at an event and he said I've got nothing I shouldn't be saying this actually he's never going to hear it I think he's in the UK now oh no he listens yeah no yeah we talk to him all the time (laughs) (laughs) he's on the pod (laughs) anyway he uh, he ended up driving Ubers after home and away because he fell into the same thing it was like Mm. what can you do and I've got no savings left now and Shit, that must make How you feel a bit better though. Well, it did. It was like, so no matter which one I chose, yeah. I was going to be able to yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was actually going to ask that, like, if you regretted taking one over the other, but I guess if you both yeah. kind of ended up... Well, it was hard because when our show finished, I, every time I'd go into the supermarket, his face would be on, on TV. Not that that's, like, yeah, like what that I wanted, but it was me. like, man, he's still working and I'm trying to... Yeah, yeah. so he got the track. full three years, did he? It he turned got... out to be four. Oh, yeah. It's and he was hurt. still an Uber driver, That's so, yeah. you know, <laughs> true. really, it means nothing. Oh, <laughs> but um, let's talk about Tim Ross photography. Mm-hmm. Sure. You are, you do headshots. You've done my headshots. You've done You've Amy's done headshots. headshots. They are fantastic. I yeah. I, well, photography was something I was always passionate about. I just never really knew about how, how to get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we moved up here from Sydney, I just had to bite the bullet up because we were starting a family. Um, I didn't know what was going to happen with my career up here mm-hmm. in the acting world. So I thought I've got to, I've got to start another business. Um, photography was the only other thing I could think of that I was super passionate about. And so I just started teaching myself. I jumped on YouTube. I made a pack to learn one new thing every day. And I did that for a couple of months. Mm. Um, bought the gear I wanted to buy and, and away I went. It was just a matter of experimenting and hmm. uh, finding out what, you know, what I liked. But yeah, I love it. I'm still learning every time I do it. It's, hmm. yeah, it's great. And photography is great because it still is in that creative industry. Yeah. yeah and, and networking and with people. Yeah. For sure. And I'm constantly talking and having that um, dialogue with other actors. So yeah, it feels very much in the yeah. thick of it all still. Hmm. So yeah. Cool. Um, we're nearly done, I promise. Um, to bring no, it fine. back to my fan question, <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, Home and Away, who was your favourite cast member on Home and Away? <laughs> oh, we didn't actually explain. Yeah. Um, Tim actually got a role oh, on Home yeah. and Away later. Right, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I did, I yeah. expected everyone to know that. <laughs> done Not for research, long, like, like, I, I think I only did, like, James, uh, me, a me, bunch me. of episodes. I don't know. Me? Oh, it's still more than us. 
Yeah. I played a James on <laughs> Neighbours and on Home and Away. I was on Neighbours too. I didn't know that. What? That was my... I, I think, know. That true wasn't thing. on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to edit that yeah, one. I'll, I'll edit. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Neighbours, I think, was my first gig on television. Oh. And I played a con man opposite Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, my, my character was pretending to be her um, brother, her lost brother or something. Is she cool? And then it, she's amazing. Oh, as if you even have to ask. Oh, God, so we know she's, she's cool. Yeah. Silly Taylor. Um, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I kind of peaked early. That was my first you gig. You did? Like, how old were you? Was that, like, how, when was that? That was you? like 2009. Oh, I was 11. So <laughs> don't Wait. say that. So you were. <laughs> <laughs> so you were how old? I'm trying to place this after drama. Oh school. man! So drama school, I graduated in 07. Yeah. And I was 22. So yeah, two two years later. Okay, you so you didn't struggle for That's too okay. Long. So I'm 24 this year, so I can be in neighbours, and it it'd be just in yeah. conjunction with Tim's career. That's fine. Right. Makes okay. you feel so much better. Back to I mean, I haven't gone to drama question. school, though. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, was there anyone who, like... Oh, you probably can't say, but... I was going to say anyone who was an arsehole, anyone who... Oh, yeah, I'll rip in. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha. <laughs> no, I see, that was the thing. When I did when I did Neighbours, Harold was away, and when I did... Is that Alf? No, sorry. No, no. But he was like, he's on par with Alf, right? Like, yeah, you know, okay. You know, I don't Har- watch Harold Neighbours. Bishop? I don't watch Come yes. on. I'm sorry, Everyone that's why Harold. I didn't know you were on it, because I don't oh. care for it, but... <laughs> Uh, I think it's about to be axed anyway. Yeah, it's over it now. Is. It is. It, it is. is done. Harold yeah. was away when I did Neighbours, and then Alf was away when I did Home and Away. Wow. So oh, the two sad. heavy hitters of the show. But I did most of my stuff with Georgie Parker, yes. who I loved. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, so she was cool. She is a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Playing her toy boy. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a bit of an age. I was playing a photographer, actually. And... Oh, right. Well, there you go. Uh, Maybe yeah. that's where it stemmed. It manifested from And how her. long was that stint? Uh, I can't remember. I think I did, like... 10-ish episodes. Okay. 10, 11, 12, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, good fun. It was fun, yeah. Cool. Um, it's quick, but <coughs> nothing I've done has been as quick as Romance on the Menu. Jeez. Yeah, no, that's... I don't I think mean, anything we, will ever be as quick. No, <laughs> no, I hope not. <laughs> that is hectic, yeah. 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 Um, just to wrap us up, um, what advice would you give to young actors who are struggling to find their break? <gasps> so, like, really... Yeah, I wrote that and I was like, he's going to hate what i know well because we there's, no, there's no easy answer to that no, do you want to ask right. a different rapper? no no question? i do have another question though, okay that's the last one i promise okay no it's fine um for me it was always about persistence mm. and believing in yourself so much to do with getting a role in this industry is timing and luck as yeah. cliche and shitty as mm. that is you i think you have to have an undeniable amount of talent but it's also right time, right place. Yeah. If I hadn't moved to Queensland whenever I did, three years ago, three and a half years ago, I would have missed out on a lot of work. Mm. Huh. So, yeah, I believe in just hanging in there and huh. the right role will present itself. I do believe that everything does happen for a yeah. reason and timing really matters and, yeah. like, you do one thing and then a series of events happens yes. and, you know, and that's just kind of how life is. But yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. No, my other question was about agents because we haven't really spoken about that. I know. How many agents have you... Had. And how do you kind of know when it's time to leave an agent and move on to another, I guess? Yeah, sure. So when I finished drama school, I signed with a guy or, or a, um, an agency. And I felt like I was really fighting the battle on my own. Mm. And pretty much every gig I got was off my own bat. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, things would happen like I would go to a 
a bottle and I'd run into a casting agent and then next day they'd give me an audition for something and I'd get the role. So things like that. That'd be nice. <laughs> well, there you go. That's, that's right, you know, I'm yeah, not you saying you should be an alcoholic. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> Just hang out in bottle yeah. But there's, an, uh, there's an example of timing. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Had I not had a thirst for, for beer that day, well, I wouldn't have got that wrong. No, that's great. Um, but things like that kept happening, and I was like, I feel like I'm doing this all on my own. Yeah. Like, how much are they actually pushing yeah. for me to get in the room? So uh, that, I gave them five years, mm. and then I thought, that's long enough. Like, I'm not where I want to be. I'm going to start branching out and, and um, you know, exploring, seeing what else is out there. Mm. So I met with the guy I'm with now. Mm. And he came and saw me in a play and um, signed me and I just had a different feeling. He was younger, he had an energy about him and I could tell he believed in me and he wanted to make this happen. And literally three months later, I was on Wonderland. Oh, wow. So that's... It happened quick. (coughs) Yeah. So I've only had two different agents, but the difference was incredible. Yeah. The first guy still had a really good reputation, but I just felt like he was too comfortable and just sitting back and yeah yeah Yeah. and and it's hard it's really a case of working your way up a lot yeah i was gonna say a lot of the time it's like hard to know whether there just isn't work for you or like people just don't want to see you or the agent isn't doing enough it's like yeah i don't know what's going on behind the scenes so yeah i know and even you know there's times when i still question it and i go are they doing enough for me yeah um so I don't think it matters what level you're at. You're never going to be 100% happy because, yeah. of course, when things go quiet, you're like, what are they doing? Yeah, is yeah. it me? Is it them? It's is funny. it the industry? Yeah, yeah it is yeah, hard to know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's hard. But, yeah, I'd say give them a, give them a chance for a while. Yeah. Um, but maybe give yourself a deadline. And if you're not where you're at by a certain point, then, yeah. I think communication helps as well. Yeah, like if you can sure. openly talk to them about things like that. I mean, you know, just as much as you, you work for them, they work for you. So Definitely. I feel yeah. like yeah, you just have to huge. talk to each other, yeah. Yeah, but I, I also really believe in taking risks. Yeah. And I remember my current agent said that to me when I met with him. He was like, this is a big risk that, you know, you're jumping ship. Um, and it paid off. Hmm. Amazing. Take risks. That's a good note to end on. It is. Thank you, Tim. That was really long. I'm so sorry. No, I mean, but we got so much stuff. Um, We really, really appreciate you coming in. Um, It's it's been we so are interesting such like, big fans as well like <laughs> i've thought of like a dozen more questions as we've been sitting here like they weren't even written down here but i was just yeah most like, of the oh. stuff we've been talking about is not it's, it's not, not on the page just, but it's just oh, i don't mind at it's all it's been super interesting i've got to get to um swim school if it wasn't for that oh, yeah i'm learning how to swim <laughs> <laughs> um no, just yeah well. interview tim ross we find out he doesn't know how to swim <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Tim, Tim has two little boys, yeah. so um, hopefully it's. We'll let him get back to his yeah. children now. Thank you so much. My pleasure, guys. Yeah, Thanks for having amazing. me. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. That was such a good interview. Thank you, Tim Ross, for joining us. He had to do a lot of scheduling around his two babies. <laughs> around his two babies. Um, but we really, really appreciate him coming in. Uh, and like, we're honestly starstruck. Like, we love Tim. He's not only a successful working actor, but he is honestly one of the most genuine, so nice. lovely men we've ever met. Just so charismatic. He's the only person I would wake up at 7 a.m. for and drive <laughs> to the Gold Coast to <laughs> record this for. We did warn him that he would have to deal with a sleepy, grumpy Amy. So. Yes. I yeah. wasn't too grumpy. Yeah, I, was like, uh, I mean, I mean Tim Ross was here. So I'm too, uh, uh, I'm too, uh, I'm too, uh, I'm too, 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 I'm
we're Thank super you, grateful to him for coming on. Yeah. And we were talking, we hopefully might get him on in season two. Yeah, for more. For more chats, because yeah. we just have more questions. Yeah, so many. <laughs> Alrighty, so we're going to smash into our goals of the week. Amy, what are your goals of the week? To get healthy, um, to recover fully from this sickness. I feel like I've had such an unmotivated week because I've haven't been able to do anything and it's been driving me crazy you've been recovering but i've been slowly planning out new book ideas and getting started on that so once i have the mental capacity (laughs) i will (laughs) start doing that fantastic oh and to rehearse for our show real scene that we're shooting on saturday and have not even started yes rehearsing for yeah, no, my goal is very similar. So I have a few scripts to learn this week. I've got a class script, oh, so I've got I. an audition script, and I've got our showreel scripts to learn. So my goal is to learn those scripts, get down the showreel, the audition, and smash class because it is our last week at the warehouse. So, um, yeah, they're my goals of the week. Very acting-based, which I suppose is fitting for an acting podcast, which is great. Um, Instead of a Artist of the Week this week, just to keep the episode a bit shorter with our long interview, we are going to introduce a new segment, uh, a Small Business of the Week. Um, So to kick off our first Small Business of the Week, um, we have chosen JE Supps, and this is actually a supplement um, brand that my brother and his girlfriend have created. So it's their little small business. It's um, for supplements of any kind. They've got heaps of stuff on there. Um, He's doing a pretty good job. I'm really proud of him. Um, He's so driven. And if you need supplements of any sort, protein, pre-workout, you know, your daily greens, go to jesups.com and buy them there. Support small businesses. Support my brother. There you go, Ethan. Are you happy? Support small businesses. (laughs) Lovely. Um, And on the subject of social media, for those wanting to follow Tim Ross, um, unfortunately, he's been hacked. (laughs) He's that famous that he was hacked. He's that famous that people, they want him there and they want that info. (laughs) So they hacked his account and he no longer has an Instagram. But you can follow his photography page, which is Tim underscore Ross underscore photography. And we highly recommend doing so and checking out his amazing work. And getting headshots done by him because he's fantastic he's fantastic fantastic in every way oh, all right. you get to talk to him for like a full hour i know like pick his brain yeah. why wouldn't you yeah. yeah all right so thanks so much for listening to another episode of dream baby dream and keep dreaming keep dreaming <laughs>